Hello, welcome to another episode of Discovery Call, and today I introduce to you Kathy York. So Kathy York is a website usability coach, and she makes your site easy to use for humans, because it's not all about bots and search engines. She also knows how to help you build non-overwhelm into your business processes. I know that I was taking notes throughout this interview. You could tell we had a lot of fun. I was drawn to Kathy when I first met her on a Facebook group. She just had so much energy and such a giving heart that I just knew she would be a great fit and a blessing to my listeners. So tune in today, get your notepad out because Kathy is going to help you build non-overwhelm into your business today. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right. So welcome to the podcast. Can you take a minute and introduce yourself to our listeners and let us know what you do? Sure. Uh, I'm Kathy York and I am a website usability coach. And what that means is even if you don't have a website, and you need someone to help you think through all of that process, I can help you with that. And then the usability part comes from what do you do in front of the scenes? It's not all just behind the scenes, but what can we do to make sure that website is really easy for people to use? Because if they can't use it, they're gone. And that does you no good. Exactly. I've heard that if your people are confused, you lost them. Right. right. And so you really help people make sure their websites are user friendly, which you probably find a lot of websites have some hiccups, right? <laughs> yes. And because everyone is so focused on that SEO, that search engine optimization, and people go out and sell and a whole bunch of money and we'll spend this and that to get you here or there on the search on the lists. Well, the only thing a search engine does, it has one job to get people to your site. Your job is to keep them there. And that's the hard part. Because if they come in and bounce right out, the Google gods see that as a bounce and you're not relevant. And if you're not relevant, you don't rank. Right. And and they do track how long people are on your website. So they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. They do. And I, I hope to have a moment to talk about that later because I have some really good ideas on how to keep people on your site and they don't even realize, oh, I'm staying on this site. They're just, they're glad they're there. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. So yeah, this episode is going to be a little different in the fact that you came to me. And by the way, when I first met you online, I just, I was, I was attracted to you right away. You are so positive and I could tell you have so much to give. So I've just, pumped to like hear what you have to say, but you kind of mentioned that you have some advice for business owners. And I am just really interested um, to, to hear what, what would you say to that frazzled business owner? What is something that you have that you would like to speak to them? I love the word frazzled. I, my aunt used to say that and it's like, yeah, that is the perfect word. Well, 
something I found out a long time ago when I was talking with people about how I set my business up. If you don't start from the very beginning and set it up properly, and I'm not talking about reading the books from the Harvard professors because most of them have never been in business. Most of the people who write business books have never been the boss. And it's a very different process, this real world thing from what's in the books. And uh, in fact, one of the things I'm offering your uh, listeners is I have a blog post series about non-overwhelm. I need to trademark that, I've coined that phrase. I just, I'm so sick of everybody being overwhelmed all the time. Well, when I got into business and all these processes I did, as I talked to business owners as they were starting up, they would say, oh, I never thought of that. And they would just keep saying, I never thought of that. Well, neither did I till I did, you know, and now I look back on it like, oh yeah, that was so easy. It's not easy when you're just starting out because you're not thinking of these things. So I put these steps, it ended up being seven steps to non-overwhelm. And the trick is I follow them. You know, do I have a process I follow? Yes, I do. And I go with those seven steps and I use the follow your process. That's the hard part. Once you've set it up, follow it faithfully every week. And boy, that's hard. I don't care what gets in the way. You follow it. And if there's something that doesn't work, you jot it down for the next week. And you you change that that next week. And do things to maintain your business all the time and grow your business all the time. Three best decisions I made. I have a catch-up day. For me, that's Monday. Because my catch-up day means these little bits and pieces that maybe I didn't get accomplished the week before. I do them on Monday boom, I've got a good week going already because it's positives. It puts good stuff in, in the schedule. Right. Wednesdays are my my biz day. And this is one thing almost everybody leaves out. Please take one day a week. I'm talking about the whole day. All you do is work on your business. Now, for me, I might be working on my website behind the scenes. I might be doing some of that. I might be catching up with clients. I might even be catching up in my Facebook, my professional Facebook groups, catching up with people. But it's it's a whole day to do that. And you're just working on your biz, not in your business, but on it. And then Fridays are my learning days. And I'm always doing something then I've collected. For example, Danny, you have some things. I've collected those. Okay, I'm going to read those this Friday because I know those are things I'm going to learn something from. And I, I uh, groups I'm in, I'll collect things they've sent out, and then I'll read those things on Friday. So I've built in that non-overwhelm. Tuesdays and Thursdays are pretty much set for client work. But since I've set that Monday as a, a catch-up day, if a week gets really messed up, <laughs> the next week I can use that Monday to catch up on that client project. And if I have to use Saturday, I will use it. But, and, and you'll everybody will find this out in the, um, in the articles, but at least one day a week, and I try to do two days a week, shut your business down. Mm-hmm. Sundays are not negotiable. 
I do not work on Sundays. And folks, I'm telling you, if you don't go with no phone, no computer for at least one day a week, you're not going to get very far in business because you are going to be overwhelmed all the time. Our brains were not made to be on all the time. And I finally learned that. And my my sixth step to not overwhelm is the one everybody likes the most because I tell how I almost died before I figured that out. And boy, that is not a joke. I mean, I had doctors telling me, we don't even know what the problem is here. You need to learn the word no. Oh, so did, so you basically find yourself in such a health situation yeah, with stress. It, it, it changed my whole life. Is you you can you are not running the world. Stop acting like you're running the world. And uh, yeah, and that's when I started to get into that non-overwhelm mode. I was in my twenties when that happened to wow. me. Yeah, and I'm in my mid sixties now. So for forty years, I've been practicing this, and it works. Because you know, when you get into tech, when you get in that tech arena. You can have some really goofy things happen. <laughs> it's oh, like, yes. well, there went that day. Okay, but you have you have that pressure valve that you can release because you've built it in exactly. to your week. Yeah. Exactly. That's such a good point. I remember even, now this is something I know and I need to actually apply. I was in a group talking about, you know, having time set where you just are not doing anything. Right. And how you can go back to work out of a spot of rest, not just constant overwhelm. And so um, now I I need to go as far as turning off the phone and not looking at the computer on that Sunday. So I really think that's a good thing to yes. remember. Yeah. And that's why you have, a, and I have a cell phone that is strictly for my business and it's off on Sundays. And I'll have people say, well, you know, I texted you. You know, if you're a friend of mine, you have the home phone number. Exactly. <laughs> Call it. Yeah. Because that, that other phone is not on. It's just not. And that is really hard. And if you work at home, it's really, really hard. And hopefully everyone has a room, even if it's a big walk-in closet you're using as an office, everyone has a room where you can physically shut the door if you have to. I'm to the point where it doesn't matter. I can walk by my office. It's like, eh, you know, Monday's coming, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, hello, Monday. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, like my catch-up day is, is coming. But um, yeah, I did finally learn to say no. And um, the doctor who slapped me into bed for three weeks with monster pills and only could take a shower and eat, that was it for three weeks. Wow. And uh, I learned the hard way that you can't do it all. And yeah. the world gets along without you just fine. Yeah, you do realize that yeah. it does just keep rolling along without you tending to everything. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That is excellent. Yeah. So you mentioned seven steps. Did Now, did you want to say those seven steps for your handout or? Well, the first thing is you set up your process. Got it. And that's daunting. I mean, what the heck's my process? I'm new at this. We'll set it up. Okay, and then the second step is um, you follow it. And I've already talked about that a little bit. And the third step is now you you tweak it if you need to. So now you have a pretty good process, but it's not it's not going to happen overnight. In fact, it will take a couple of months to get to that point. Don't think you're going to start a business no matter what you're doing, that you're going to start a business and everything's going to run smoothly because it's not because we're people. And we're dealing with people all the time. So now you've done those first three steps. And then the fourth step I call rinse and repeat. 
So now you go through all of that the next week, always writing down what didn't work. And then the fifth step is the maintain and the grow. And maintenance can be actual maintenance. You may need your computer guy working on your computer. Um, for me, it could be maintaining my website if I have a problem with my website. And my web, I have a great webmaster. She takes care of everything that's, that's big, but there are things I might have to take care of. Or there might be equipment in your office that you need maintained. But while you're doing that, you also need to grow. You need to have things that you're learning. And that's part of that you know, that learning day, that Friday, <clears throat> pardon me, that learning Friday I have. You have to give yourself time away from the work to learn and to grow. Now, the step six and step seven, the step six is shut it down. And that's its own blog. That's um, when you come in and find it, it's its own blog. And it's the one about the story where I was so run down. I mean, I just, I thought the world, I mean, whatever somebody threw at me, sure. Sure, I can handle it. And then I got very, very sick. And there's there are some interesting stories around that. And the seventh step is wrangle your admin. <laughs> Get the paperwork all in order. Most of that is around tax time because I found that's the biggest problem with everybody, tax time. And that's the longest post. And it's the one where people say, I couldn't read it all in one sitting. So that's fine. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's on the website. So. <laughs> but uh, things that just took me forever. And I look back, it's like, so why didn't I just think of that right up front? And one of those things that people don't think of, especially when it comes to tax time, whatever we do, pretty much whatever we do with the business is deductible. Well, an awful lot of that, and I found out 90% of that is the, the little stuff, the meetings you go to, the meals you have while you're there or whatever, okay? And people keep all these receipts. Well, at least in the United States, this is the way it is. Unless it's $20 or more, you don't have to have the receipt. You just have to keep good records. I have all that in a spreadsheet. So at the end of the year, my, um, my accountant... My CPA has all that. Here's the mileage. Here's what I spent on meals. Boom. And she knows she's worked with me long enough. She knows that she doesn't have to see those receipts. She can trust me for it. But just things like that. It's it's so easy. And here's another one. You know, we are coming up on tax time in, in just a few months as we record this. As the paperwork comes in, those forms from the government, scan them. You're putting everything in electronic folders every receipt, everything in electronic folders for your accountant. Every time one of those forms comes in from the government, you just scan it in the folder. It says government form. You put the number on it as its name and boom. When our accountant gets there on tax time, there's everything she needs. She didn't have to bother me. I ship that whole folder off to her in usually February because everything's done. I don't have to scramble. At tax time, everything's done and our taxes are done mid-March. Now, that's a huge non-overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. And until I thought of it, you know, when you look at it, like it's, it's one of those big, well, duh, moments. Just keep up with the paperwork. Yeah, because this will be my, I mean, I've always had um, self-employment stuff, but this is kind of my first year where I'm going to be really doing my taxes. And it's like, 
this is my own business. <laughs> and so yeah. I was just thinking about that this past month. I was like, all right, I want to be go. ready. So good. Seven step to non-overwhelm. Yeah. I'm going to tuck that way. <laughs> now you also mentioned something when I was reading through your form that you wanted, you had something that was interesting about the about me page. When people make their about me page on their website, what is that one thing you notice that you ask them to flip around? I always tell people, and they get the look on their face I got when I was first told this. Your about page is not about you. <gasps> what? Okay, so think about those about pages you've read. We have 25 people, and between us, we have 2,000 years of experience, blah, 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 blah. Okay? And the question is, so what? Exactly. Because all anyone cares about when they're on our website is with them. What's in it for me? Exactly. That's all they care about. And they're going to say, so what? And you don't want them there. So what you do, for example, I tell people I have a background in IT. In fact, I'm retired from IT. I'm a software quality engineer. I know that all sounds big and scary and, and all that stuff. Yeah, it was till I learned how to do it. Well, the reason I'm in business is because I have that background and I've tested software and I've tested sites and I've tested courses and all these things. So now I can bring all of that together and help you so you don't have to worry about X. You don't have to worry about does your website work? Oh, good, because I have no clue about my website. You know, I hear that all the time from people. I have no clue. All that stuff you just told me, because we do an hour, usually it's an hour uh, coaching call. And boy, we get a lot done because I'm seeing things that they had no clue. Well, if your about page doesn't tell people what you do for them, your about page does you no good. Okay. Exactly. So I'm a, I'm a VA, therefore... You don't have to worry about this and this and this. Three bullet points or five bullet points. Never do an even number of bullet points. There's a whole science around that. But I usually use three bullet points because you want the people, especially on your about page, to be going through that page and you want those little mini, M-I-N-I, mini yeses. Folks, check out my site, kathyork.com, and it's K-A-T-H-I-E. Y-O-R-K, and you'll see the copywriting throughout. Of course, copywriting has gotten to the point where people think it's all about advertising. Writing copy is copywriting. But your audience with your website, it's a whole different world out there on how people read and how long they're going to stay someplace. You need to be asking them questions, even on your About page. Do you have this problem? Do you have this problem? Do you have this problem? Why, yes, I do. Well, you know what? I'm here to help you with that. And here is a little bit about my background. You don't belabor it. A little bit of my background, I decided I had to go out on my own because I couldn't work with people like I wanted to, so on and so on. Just remember, you're, nobody cares about your degree or all this other stuff that you have. It's not a resume. Your whole site, every single page, Everything you say is built around what's in it for me. So find your perfect client, and that's the only person you're writing to. There's no reason to write to anybody else because if you, because you're trying to draw in the people that you most want to work for. 
Well, yeah, work with, work for, yeah. Exactly. I'm not in my head because the copywriter in me is like, yes, 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 yes. Your copy is all about the person that is that you are writing to. And um right. And if you really need to tell them that you have three kids and a rescue dog, do it at the end. <laughs> Just right. a little snip at the end, but you know, exactly. Well, that's another reason I tell people always start off with a blog, always have a blog. Doesn't have, and you'll see my blogs when you check in. I have quick wins every month, uh, one of those a month. And then every quarter I have one big uh, post and it's all about business, all of it. I don't go off frou-frou anywhere, but I have fun. And I use the word gonna, and they use the words wanna, things like that, because that's me. Whatever you do with your website, make sure it's you. Because when they talk with you, oh, this isn't who I thought Kathy was, because her about page is like this. You know, <laughs> that's just, yeah, exactly. it's like, no, that's, that's not Kathy. And exactly. people say, yes, but you write for people sometimes. Don't tell anybody I said that. Shh, shh, everybody, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I still do some of that if people need pulling their testimonials together into uh, an article about their company and you know, that kind of thing. Sure, I still do some of that. I don't do much of it, but that's more formal. You have to be careful with that. But on your blog, you can have fun. You can show your personality and you can bring in I have three cats and a husband. So I guess I have four kids, you know, that, that kind of thing. People used yeah, exactly. to tell me I had four kids because we had three cats and, and a husband. But that that is where you do that. And yes, you do some of that on the about page. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to actually bring this one in because um, it sounds like, you know, content marketing is our blog, right? So businesses that, right. you know, you kind of have to show up on a regular basis and basically give value. And so it sounds like if people hop onto your blog, they're going to learn about business and how to run their business efficiently without freaking out all the time, which is right. awesome. <laughs> well, and also those, um, those quick wins, the nice thing about those, uh, quite often it'll be little stuff that I've learned in business that some of it is tech. For example, there's a message that comes up on the iPhone and the iPad that says, well, I, I can't delete this message. Okay, why not? And you keep trying to delete the thing. And I found out if you send it to yourself, then you can delete it. Uh, What? Who knew? And that's in one of my, in fact, I think that's one that I said, this is the quickest quick win I've ever done. But here it is. I mean, you read them in 10 minutes. And they're only out once a month. I only do those once a month. And then once a quarter, that that big post, so they get two that month. But I don't stuff anybody's inbox. And I hate to see people get into this and they think, they have people say, well, you have to post to this and that and the other thing four times a week. No, what you have to do is you have to reach your clients. And one thing I do suggest is the only thing anyone in business do with Facebook is get involved in groups. I'm involved in groups uh, for copywriting. Um, and you may be involved in this, Danny, with uh, Belinda, Win uh, Belinda Weaver's group, uh, Confident Copywriters. Uh, also on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is very important because that's one place you're going to get the kind of clientele you want and they're going to be on your website because once you've been in these groups, professional, just get off of Facebook unless it's professional stuff, seriously. But if you're in these professional groups and they get to know you because you're giving little tidbits of information 
eventually you'll have a post, for example, they can use because you figured this out and it just came out. So you give them the link and nobody cares about you doing that once you've proven yourself. Because now they know, like, and trust you, you know, you know, that uh, magic, uh, the magic three there, know, like, and trust. You don't have to sell them on anything, but you get them on your website. Now they're going to look around for a little bit. And, and by the way, that's one thing I did want to bring up. Anyone who is on a website and you see a call to action, that's a button or a link or something that asks you to do something. You need those on your site. And that's one thing I look for when I'm helping someone start a site or if they already have one, look for those calls to action. Cause here's the deal. You know, I told you my seven steps to non-overwhelm, they're in three different posts. Well, one thing Google is looking at when they're on your website, how long is somebody there? And, oh, look at that. They clicked on this link at the bottom of this post about five steps to non-overwhelm. And where did it go? Well, it didn't go off the site. You, you get points for that if somebody clicks something on your website and it goes somewhere else. But you are really relevant when it clicks to something on your site. Okay, now they've taken the time to read my first five steps. They click on the sixth step and they read it. These are long posts. Okay, now they're on there for several more minutes. And I'm, I'm talking minutes here. And right. then when they get to the bottom of that one, it says... Here's the link to the seventh step. And I've had people read all the way through them. They're on my site for a half an hour on different pages. And Google tracks every bit of that. Keep them on your site. How you make a path for them to follow. It's yes. Like, it's like the ultimate sales funnel in a way. <laughs> right. Like stay on my website. And, and the trick there is too, if you have a series, for example, at the bottom of the sixth step, it says... Hey, if you want to go back and see steps one through five, click on this button. If you want to see step seven, click on this one. And then on step seven, it shows all of them. So they can be in this loop for a long time on your site. And then they're clicking on other stuff. And I have all kinds of good tricks on just how to set the site up. And then people are there and it's easy to use. And it's just, it's amazing when you start looking at how easy it is. Yeah. What's well, easy for your webmaster? I don't know if it's easy for you, but... <laughs> It's not for me. It's for like, this sounds really actually complicated. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why you don't do your own site. You get a good WordPress developer and I can send you to somebody because she's just great. I'm on my third webmaster. It's not me. <laughs> awesome. I, I, I just love how, you know, even just listening to you share what you do that, I mean, you have so much knowledge and value to give. And then if people are to jump on your website, they're going to learn even more from you. So this is um, excellent. Excellent. I, I'm, I have some things I'm going to really apply this next week, actually. So thank you. See, now you have something to do in all your spare time. <laughs> I do. I know so much spare time. <laughs> yes. So um, one thing that I do like to end our episodes in is ask you the question, what are you learning right now? And this could be business related, it could be anything, but what is something that you are learning right now? On Fridays, I'm assuming, but yes. Well, two things right now. For one is Canva, because I like the artsiness of it. And I know, Danielle, you're really into that too, the art stuff. Um, I want to learn it enough to do my own things. And by the way, one of the things I'm offering the listeners is my very first Canva 
thingy. And it's just a real quick, see, thingy, that, that's the official term. Um, <laughs> it's the seven steps to non-overwhelm on one sheet, just real quick. I mean, just real quick. Nice. And then at the bottom of that, it has the link to go to those. So so be kind, because it's my first one. The other thing I'm learning is I'm taking a course from Laura Lopich on cold emailing, uh, cold emails. And it's a six-month thing. I know she has a shorter one, but we've been at this since uh, June or July. And uh, just step-by-step, step, she's just wonderful. And she really helps you out. And she's a good coach. And uh, my emails get opened. I mean, by CEOs of Fortune 500 or, or Inc. 5000 companies. And um, I don't have a lot of success on that yet because I've aimed too high on some things, um, talking with them about their websites and things. But I've learned a lot about that. And part of it is I've learned that I'm going to do what I really love, which is the one hour long coaching calls, because two things. I can help people a whole bunch in just that hour, and then we know where to go from there instead of me trying to figure out where we need to go before we've even talked. I mean, that was just, exactly. that just wasn't right. But now I know how to do those emails, and pretty much I can contact anyone and at least have them open the email. Uh, and this is this is a, a tip, too, for folks listening. If you are listening to a webinar that has several guests and there's a guest there that you're really interested in. There are ways to get them to communicate with you with a cold email because the thing you have in common is the webinar and you found something there that you liked that they did. And this lady, I sent this email out and within about two hours, she was back to me and we're going to be talking at the first of the year about doing a project together. Oh, that's excellent. That, that was exciting. That so is exciting. Doing a whole bunch. Yeah, just doing a whole bunch yes. all at one time. Yeah, and I have really enjoyed emailing you. I mean, I've, I've so, I mean, uh, whatever you learn, it's working. It's been a delight emailing back and forth. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I think sure. there are so many ways people can get connected with you. It sounds like you do some coaching and as well. So, what are some ways people can connect with you? Well, the best way is to go to my website and use my contact form. And that's kathyyork.com slash contact. And I think you have that for the show notes. And just remember, it's K-A-T-H-I-E-Y-O-R-K. It's not Kathy Yor. <laughs> the way I say it, you can't hear my K. But um, And you'll notice then you can just go anywhere on the site. You can scroll down and see a little bit about uh, about what I do. But if you have a project that's coming up, tell me about, about it on that contact form. And I think you'll get a good idea of how much fun I like to have because when you get to my contact page, you're going to get a big kick out of my contact page. You will have a smile on your face. And if you don't have the smile on your face when you're on my contact page, I don't want to work with you because you just you aren't fun at all. So, <laughs> so the sign, if you're not smiling when you're trying to contact her, it's a sign. <laughs> it's a bad sign because you have no sense of humor. But uh, And people in my industry usually don't have a sense of humor. So people are kind of scared to, you know, uh, to, to work with them. But and, uh, and I, I do have uh, an offer. I have um, a webinar that I presented at the Be a Better Freelancer conference in October. 
And it was about the uh, website usability. You know, well, hang on, I have it right here. Making the most of your website through better usability. Uh, that was the name of it. And all kinds of good stuff. I have a packet that you can get. All you need to do is go onto my site, go to my blog page, and you can do that with kathyork.com slash blog. And there's a place there to subscribe. Now, the reason I'm having you subscribe is because that way you can get this whole packet. And of course, I hope you stay. But if you want to unsubscribe after you get the packet, you can do that. It's not something where I'm going to keep it forever if you don't want me to keep your email address. But in that is the video, and it's about a 40-minute video. And I also have the slides in a PDF for you because it's almost a death by PowerPoint because there's so much on each slide. And I hate that when people do that. But I don't want you to have to take all those notes. So I wrote it all down and it's there for you. So I suggest you print those. And the audio file is there too. And also what you will get is the welcome letter and it has that link on it. And it also has the link for you in that welcome letter to give you that infographic of the uh, seven steps to non-overwhelm. You like the rubber duckies. They're kind of cute. They'll make you smile. Yeah. Awesome. Get your ducks in a row. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, awesome. All right. So you have so much to give. That's awesome. All right. So everyone go check out Kathy's website and get in on that webinar. And just what a blessing. And so thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kathy. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. I don't know about you, but this interview really made me reevaluate my systems that I am using for my business and how I can actually embrace the non-overwhelm and the possibility of not being overwhelmed, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's possible. So I have been much more intentional in trying to make sure that I am having a real day off. And so I'm curious, what is something that you have taken away from this interview? We have a Facebook group in which you can engage in conversation about this. I think I'm going to definitely open up a thread and talk about that. And then we also have a comment section on my blog. I would love to hear from you. Leave a review, comment, engage in any way, and we can just really have some awesome discussions about this. Also, Kathy York, as we mentioned, has a lot of resources on her blog and her website. And if you have a website that you want to know, is it usable? Kathy can help you with that. So make sure you connect with her as well. And for all you business owners that have been desiring to start a podcast and having a hard time getting off the ground or just know you just don't have a ton of time to do so, I have a free strategy call for you where we can meet up, talk about your podcast and explore ways that we can get that going. So do not forget about the opportunity connect with me in the show notes and we can get that going. And you all know what to do. Share this podcast with your network. Let's let all the business owners out there know that this is a place for them and a place for them to grow and connect with others. All right. So I'll see you next week, friends, on another discovery call.